0: And we want to welcome you to the second episode, season
1: four, raise your standards. Can't believe we're on season four. Honestly, mm-hmm. it just feels kind of insane and crazy. And the other day I was like, oh man, we've been doing this for a little while now. We gotta get mm-hmm. it going. So I tried to set some goals <laughs> I need to share with you.
0: But anyways, mm-hmm. uh Hannah, do you want to take it away? Yeah. Um, so today uh we're gonna be talking to my friend Taylor. Um, We're social media besties, I guess. Um, And she's from my area up north here. Um, I kind of know her through her grandpa, I guess, because we've shopped at his um, bookstore in Spooner, Wisconsin, and she graduated from Spooner. And yeah, just a couple small town girls. She's got her own blog um, and she's going back to school. So lots of exciting things that we're going to dive into. But with that, Taylor, welcome to the podcast. Well, thanks for having me. Super excited. I'm like, this is crazy. (laughs) I mean, a lot of times, you know, you know somebody or you know of somebody and yeah, there's just a lot of good things that you share and I'm excited to unpack some of those today. So I guess to start it off um, and get deep quick, um, what made you become a Christian? What makes you, you share just, yeah, what you're up to these days.
2: Yeah so um I I actually from a very young age kind of always sensed that there was something bigger and it's really weird that's one of my first memories I ever have of just like thinking about God and not really having a label for God but I remember um stepping like into the car and looking up at the sky and just having this weird sense of like how did I get here how did I get here I was I was less than 6 years old um and then my mom, she ended up remarrying and she married into a family who uh, was Christian. And so my grandma actually introduced me to the Lord. And I just remember um, I went to church growing up, like maybe, you know, for the, the main things, um, but I had no idea who you're we talking about. I didn't really understand. I just knew I got like cookies when I went and stuff like that. Um, but then yeah, once my grandma started to explain it to me, I I don't know, I just believed and when I was, I think it was eight or nine years old, I let him into my heart. And it's kind of weird because I growing up I had divorced parents. So I was kind of in a lot of environments and despite like not really understanding a lot about God I would just like go sit at church with my grandma and I didn't go to Sunday school I just kind of like colored on the little board thing and so I think I just like knew from a young age that God was there and then um, I started winging it and just like trying to talk to him and write to him and pray to him Um, and then it kind of just grew from there. As far as what makes me me, I don't know a lot of things, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, God is like without God, I kind of stink as a person, but um, I'm very creative. I love music. <laughs> I, um, I love to just like make things, you know, whether that's through video, singing, writing, um, which is partially why I started my blog. And, um, I love being outside. I love people, I'm very passionate about people. That sounds weird. Passionate about people. I love to connect with people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that's <laughs> good.
1: I, I definitely have yeah. used that before
2: passionate. about people. Yeah, and... I'm passionate. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. But keep going yeah. you're on a roll. <laughs> oh no, you're good. I, I don't even know what else to say that that's, I mean, in a nutshell, me and, um, yeah, and I'm quirky. I'm weird. If you followed me on Instagram or something, you'd probably <laughs> learned that by now, but I've learned to embrace it. And, yeah, mm-hmm. anyway.
0: that's what makes you you, and that's a really good thing. We yeah. need quirky people in the world. <laughs> we do. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Well, and I think it's so cool that you could learn to know God that way that's something like I've heard a lot is knowing God as like a father and intimately just talking to him like it is that simple I think a lot of times when we're first believers we got to do all these things where we feel like we have to do these steps in order to get closer to God and it honestly is just spending time with him and to start like that and especially you know having a wise elder like your grandma to be there with you and mentor you through that is really special so I'm sure you cherish that a lot <laughs> so oh, yeah. yeah yeah she she
2: was amazing so I'm very thankful that she like kind of was a catalyst for that then but... mm-hmm. yeah so you said you're very creative and you like
0: writing what sparked the blog like of all things because yeah I mean like I journal I do that kind of stuff but I mean, I'll maybe share it with friends, but what
2: made you go public with that? You know, that's like an interesting question because it's weird. Naturally, I lean on the timid side, but I've always loved writing. And for some weird reason, when it comes to sharing things that I've overcome, it's easy, you know, because I don't know what it is because I see the purpose behind it of, okay, I overcame this and I want to empower somebody and, I really believe, like, whatever we conquer, there's something to that, like, I can help walk other people through that process, because we can't really take places, people to places we haven't been, or help show them how to overcome things that you haven't really personally overcome. And so, um, yeah, I just, I love to write. And so I felt led to just start this blog and I'm not super consistent with it, but whenever I feel led, I'll just share some things. Um, and also my Instagram is kind of a blog of sorts cause I will share things on there too. And then the blog blog is for like longer writings. Um, but yeah, I just, I want to help people any way I can. And I've been through a lot in my life. And if if that can be useful for something, then everything I went through is worth it, if that makes sense.
0: Oh, yeah, that's so good. <laughs> well, and it's true. Like, that's what, you know, the Bible is all about. It's about like sharing, you know, once you know, going out and sharing it. Um, Yeah, and I just, so I screenshotted this from one of your stories a few days ago and um i just think it's so cool she just talks about you know where her self self self-worth is um and yeah she was on a podcast with her church um and i thought that was really cool to open up about that and like especially with your church community and being intimately vulnerable with your church community because those are people that are even closer to you like you can share stuff on social media and a stranger could see it but like for the people that know you to see it is really cool because yeah then you're you're vulnerable you're just sharing yeah. so and I think it, like Here I yeah yeah well and it is it's easier to share it but then when you put it out there you're like okay this is what I believe this is what is going to happen and you may not get all the best replies to it you might not you know get the best um, attitudes towards it but God will use it for good regardless so yeah it's keep doing what you're doing. (laughs) I'm like, it (laughs) definitely makes a difference. Um, And you also,
1: because like, as a newbie, I'm like, what is the blog about? What do you like? What is it about? What kind of things do you share? Um, I'd love to dive into that a little bit.
2: Yeah, um, honestly, it's kind of whatever the Lord has spoken to me. He's always kind of, I'm that person that my friends are, they're probably annoyed sometimes, but I'm like, I'll look at I don't know my windshield and maybe there's there's a crack in it right now and the Lord will just kind of unpack something you know like a metaphor. Jesus was always speaking in parables and so um, whenever I kind of have a moment like that I'll share or if I have like a breakthrough about something and so um, some of the topics I've written about. Because I'm a very deep feeler and I'm a creative, I really had to overcome a lot with my emotions. And so I have some blog posts about like emotions and how they're tools and they're not, you know, supposed to drive the car. Um, I have a post about like triggers. Cause I don't know, we've, we've all heard that in recent years as mental health is talked about more, but you know, I used to be triggered like all, all the time. Um, so I have a blog about that. Um, and then even down to just like what it is to be a good employee. Like I was reading in my Bible and literally talking about being a good employee and I'm like oh my gosh that's so awesome so yeah it's really just things that he's unpacked through personal revelation and experience in my life but those are some of the the topics I've talked about on there
1: that's super cool and you said employees so do you work somewhere else or is the blog full-time what does that look like
2: So yeah, um, the blog, I'm not super consistent, so that's kind of just like a more uh, hobby side piece, but um, right now I am actually a content creator for a ministry that I interned with the past year, Um, so I've been doing that, and then I do some other content creation um, for like freelance work um, just back in Wisconsin and stuff, so that's what I'm doing for work currently, and then I babysit. Children here and there and whatnot, but busy gal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm trying to learn. The Lord's definitely trying to teach me how to like guard my schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, this whole year, I've just really been meditating on guarding that word guard because yeah, yeah. we steward everything in our life, and we either allow things into our life or keep them from coming in. And and our schedules, like. Are, are something to guard and I struggle with anxiety like that's it's easy for me to get anxious but the reality is is we're, all, we're supposed to kind of be in peace all the time you know because that's a fruit of the spirit and so when I'm not in peace I'm like what did I let steal my peace and what do I need to guard to like maintain my peace and so yeah I've Preach. been like winning the balancing act but
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> she's like okay. oh this is who I am
2: and oh no, that's so is good. <laughs> so...
0: well,
1: honestly how I feel recently mm-hmm. it's like what is causing me to not have peace like why do I feel this way because mm-hmm. honestly since I've been back in Minnesota probably like after a week back here I've just been like constantly just feeling anxious all the time and like What is that, you know, and what can I do to kind of like counteract that feeling? And I think the most recent way I've been able to include like peacetime is just like to take an hour alone a day, whatever that looks like. It might be a bath or a long walk or something, but I think that's part of it because I was used to just like being alone all the time because I work remotely and, and I would do things with friends at night, but during the day, there's always people around when I'm back home here. So I'm just like, ah, people are driving me nuts, you know. Like I need time to just like not like be around too. other She's
0: people. Like, I know. I need my
1: time. <laughs> and I'm seeing Hannah this weekend, and I'm like, two hours alone all the way there, like just so amazing. But it's crazy because then at the same time I'm like, I need to be grateful because two years ago when I was in COVID, I was living in a studio apartment alone, and all I wanted was connection. So. I've kind of put that into perspective, but that piece and like not letting people see that is huge. It's a good reminder.
2: Yeah. And I think it's good that you kind of know yourself too, because I think sometimes we beat ourselves up the way we are like, oh, why do I need an hour alone? You know, but I think just like learning what it is that makes your soul thrive. Like I'm a very deep thinker. And so I definitely need time alone, whether it's an hour or whatever, to just, kind of empty my brain and be able to process you know and so yeah it's like everything's a balance and I kind of hate that because I'm like balancing is not an easy act you know what I mean if I always imagine Mm. like being on that little like on a board and you're kind of like teetering back and forth you know um but yeah I think like I definitely need time and the more I've like learned about how I function the easier it is for me to know like where my yeses should be and where my no's should be and like own it and not feel shame around it because I think we have a lot of like I should do this I should do this and the reality is is like no we we shouldn't do a lot of things you know um and what do you need to be doing like what's purposeful to do and yeah
0: yeah well that's so true and I think Sometimes we just need to sit down and have that alone time to actually take a look at that. Um, I was in um, Rice Lake with my friend and we went to her church, um, Red Cedar in Rice Lake and um, we sat down and before we even got to the service, um, we were in the car together and we're both busy people. She's, I'm starting to be a little less busy but she's really busy. She goes, I just really need to sit down and set my priorities and we sit down for that message And the message was on priorities. And I looked at her and I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, "God is speaking, but yeah, I was like, okay, she's here. Yeah. I was like, okay, great. Because I've never really done that either. I've always been like, oh, that's a great idea. Like pastors say, you know, go home and do this. And I'm like, yeah, that's nice, but I'm just not going to do that. But this time, like I took some time and set priorities and like really prioritizing that time with the Lord, because it is so precious because we are in this distraction filled life of here, there, we got to be doing this, we got to be doing that, but discerning like what we really need to do and what we really don't need to do. Um, and I just thought that was so crazy. I'm like, I definitely need to reprioritize some things and that's going to look different in different seasons. But I think the biggest thing is, yeah, that peace, that time where you're learning and like pouring into the Lord because that's worth more than anything else you're doing in your life. So yeah, I, I think that's so funny. We're talking about peace. And just yeah, because I think we get pulled. And we think that, you know, we're in a certain part of our life, or, you know, we get down on ourselves for this, there's literally always something going on in my head, at least where I'm like, anxious about this anxious about that. And it's like, no, you don't have to live in that place. Like you can be free from that and it's a daily just surrender I mean even after I got baptized it was like okay I'm on a high this is great and literally by the end of the week it was like all this stuff I'm like oh I got a lot of pain that I got to work through and then I told my the pastor that baptized me Emma and I was like yeah I just kind of hit a low whatever she goes you hit a low it's not even been a week I'm like I know it just sometimes like that's just the way it goes you can't plan when those things are going to happen but I can still rest and know that God is in it with me and I don't have to meet my emotions where they're at. I can just settle down and be like, okay, God is in this. I don't have to worry. I can trust him. So very cool. Um, (laughs) so I guess to get in a little bit more of, um, not only like your blog and who you are, but like, what are your hobbies? What do you like to do? You know, what's your community look like do you spend a lot of time with work babysitting What does your typical
2: day look like well it's definitely shifted in the last year because i um moved to colorado and so Wait, I where in colorado the springs oh my gosh
1: okay yeah okay we'll have to chat chat afterwards but um, yeah likely moving there so that's so funny really okay you're the Denver area (laughs) but we'll talk later okay
2: yeah (laughs) let's do it
1: (laughs) also now everyone on the podcast knows that might be happening so there you go
2: (laughs) oh I can't bleep that part out I'm just gonna um well yeah so I I came from being really rooted um in Rice Lake and and then I had a dream and basically This woman was in the dream. Her name is Lisa Bevere and I ended up looking at her ministry and they had an internship and boom, I moved to Colorado like a year later. And so it's really shifted this year. I'm not going to lie. Like I have been lonely in some ways, but, um, I have so much peace that this is where I'm supposed to be that that really kind of like sustains me in those moments when things don't always look like how I want, but, um, I've kind of had to reframe like what community looks like to me. And, and so I have like people, but they're kind of scattered. It's not like before back home, we kind of all went to the same church and um, all hung out through events and stuff like that. And so um, honestly, lately, just because I've been transitioning and doing this contracting job, um, I've been working a lot and not doing a whole a lot but um this past weekend like I went on a hike with some newer friends um I love coffee like probably too much it's You're probably a problem <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: No, we're always yeah. like grab your
2: coffee
1: grab uh-huh. one, yeah. a drink. makes you happy
2: yeah. and awesome. oh my <laughs> so. gosh it does like sometimes it's really for my mental state not even for like my physical yeah. state yeah for real um, it brings yeah. you joy yeah exactly um so I'll go to coffee with friends um hobbies well I I don't normally do this but I'm going to a baseball game I love sports and so I'm going to a game this weekend um sometimes we'll go bowling some we'll do game nights which I I think game nights are my favorite because you're actually like connecting with each other and not like watching you know screen but I love movies which I used to feel bad about loving movies, actually, because I'm like, you're lazy, you should do something else. But now I'm like, actually, movies are really great. I'm a creative, like it lets my brain just kind of unplug. And then, yeah, I like to just make things. So I like to play music and write songs and, I don't know, sit outside, read, just kind of normal that way. But um, yeah, does that answer your question? I forgot your question. (laughs) No, yeah that's
0: really
1: cool Um,
2: yeah let's point out the fact that you're oh my gosh
0: you're in Lisa Fabier's ministry that is so huge that's
1: really cool
0: oh my gosh also that you had a dream
1: and then just like went after it I think Mm -hmm. (laughs) girls need to take that advice and and Mm -hmm. guys too but I think girls especially just like kind of shy back of like oh I couldn't dream to have something like that it's like no God can give you that dream and He can make it come to fruition so that's really cool Mm
2: -hmm. oh yeah no he i mean the thing is is when you really are willing to like follow the lord he opens doors that are just obviously him like you can't plan it you can't orchestrate it and um it really requires a lot of obedience and i'm not always obedient like i have my moments where i'm like eh i don't think that's that important but um kind of as i've like grown in my walk with the lord like he's asked me to do more radical things and so um honestly me moving out here was like a big statement to myself because i was just like a people pleaser and i had a lot of good things going on in my life but not all all of them were god things and so i just felt like miserable in a lot of ways and it was hard to just like I was always trying to be like, how do I make this work? How do I find peace? What am I supposed to be doing? And I was like leading worship and um, helping lead church groups and mentoring people. And it was like all those things, but still feeling like what is wrong with me? You know what I mean? And yeah. And the Holy Spirit was like trying to whisper to me, trying to whisper, but I was just, doing everything that I felt like I needed to do and really denying that little whisper. And once I had that dream, I had a second dream with Lisa in it. And she kind of grabbed me aggressively in the dream and was like, the moment you take ownership of your life is the moment everything will change. And I just realized I wasn't taking ownership. I was like, putting all of my choices and my yeses on what everybody else thought I should do. And regardless, it is our choice, even if we're doing something someone else wants us to do. But I just started asking myself, like, what do I want? And giving myself permission to, to, let that look different than where I was at and it took like eight months for me to even put in an application because I was like so just like stuck in my head of kind of like that small town mindset small towns are wonderful but sometimes you get like a little comfortable and you don't dream beyond the town you know and so um I just like had to undo a lot. And then once I finally realized like, this is okay to do, God's gonna be with me. And I love these people, but at the end of the day, like this is the vision I had. I had like me getting to the gates of heaven and I was standing there and it was like Taylor Johnson on one of those like, you know, those like paper boards the teachers have in like grade school yes. and they slip them yeah. and there's mm-hmm. a new sheet of paper. <laughs> I just like, yeah, right, throwback. Um, I had my name and then I had all these handwritten wills on there. And then there was God's. And I was like, I do not want to do any other will than what the Lord had for me. I don't want to get to heaven and find out like, oh, my gosh, I missed it because I was so caught up. And so um, sometimes that's uncomfortable and most actually it's always uncomfortable. (laughs) Um, But like I was finally willing to care more about that than what people thought because some people didn't think that was the right thing to move you know most people were supportive but like I had to really be sure and like take that leap with the Lord you know mm-hmm. um, but anyway yeah. sorry that was a tangent no, no that was a good tangent
1: <laughs> there was so much there I'm like I, I said oofta in my head I think I've been in Minnesota too long but <laughs> no <laughs> um what, oh man there's so much to unpack there I think two things i have the first question being because you just talked about it too of like how did you push against those voices because i think right now something i'm struggling with are there's so many different voices of like you should do this you should do that blah 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 and i haven't really found that quiet time just sit with god and be like okay god what do you want um so my question is how do you push against people's voices when they're kind of telling you something that's in opposition to what you're feeling either what you're feeling or what you feel like God is telling you to do
2: yeah I so this is one thing that I've had to learn the hard way but I've had to make my people that circle super small and you have to invite voices in that you've cultivated history with and you know that they're for you And you know that they really seek out the Holy Spirit when it comes to speaking into your life because um, my friend, Rosalie, she told me about a teaching. I think it's T.D. Jakes or someone says um, there's some people that are, Uh, against the things you're against there's some people that are for the things you are for and then there's some people that are for you and if you have two to three people in your life that are for you that's amazing but it's probably not going to be much more and so I really kind of had to assess like who has permission to be in this area of my life and then allow myself to like not weigh the other voices as heavily and then also somebody told me something many years ago as they said. Um, whatever somebody speaks to you should be confirming what you already know in your spirit. And so if it's not like confirming like this peace and this yes that you feel in your spirit, then it might not be the Lord. And obviously we have to kind of weigh what people say if we really trust them and ponder it and consider it. But like the Lord's ways are peace, you know, and there's a difference between like, I'm in peace, but I'm uncomfortable or this is not the Lord and there's no peace, you know? And so that would be another thing. And then I'm trying to think if there's anything else that has helped
0: me. And I think like to tag along with that, At least myself, I think it's easy to just say that you're in peace because it sounds good. Um, Or you feel like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm in peace. Like, I think that's just been a word that's come off my tongue so often that I didn't really know what that looked like. And I'm still like in that place where I'm trying to figure that out. But you can't convince yourself that it's peace, it just has to be. And there is a difference between that because. I don't know. I think, yeah, we, I've struggled a lot with the world standards and being out in the world versus what God is and like his character and what that really looks like, because it is different and we can convince ourselves the enemy will help us convince ourselves because it is, it could be so far from God and you could be so far from God that you're like, oh yeah, this is what peace feels like. But the true peace will be consistent. Like, there was something I listened to on TikTok and it was like, if you, if you want to know the difference between a God thing and a good thing, wait on it, wait on it. And it'll keep showing up. God will keep giving you a sign, whether that's, you know, to remain where you're at, um, in peace, whatever it looks like, there is a difference between a good thing and a God thing. Because I mean, I hear a lot of people, they're like, well, I'm a good person. I do a lot of good things. It's like, that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything at all. It means, okay, are you walking in what God is calling you to do or not? Are you a Christian? Are you not? And it should be black and white, but it's not. Like I was a Christian that sat in church and was doing my own thing for a very long time. And I still listen to the same messages as everybody else. And I probably influenced a lot of people that like, I probably shouldn't have been influencing because I was making choices that I shouldn't have been doing. I wasn't walking like I should have been. And now I'm realizing that. And it's, it's hurtful, but it's, you know, I can walk better now. And I know that God has redeemed me from that. But I guess to get back to what I was originally taking along with Taylor, it's just that, like, yeah, it will be consistent. It will be something that God is continually putting on your heart it's not something that you you feel like you have to put on your heart and God will reveal that in conversations and prayer like it won't be something that you're telling God like I need this I need you to tell me this or whatever he will give you those just because he loves you it's not because you're asking it'll be because it's already given to you
2: so yeah. yeah 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 I was also just gonna say um taken back off of you (laughs) one more time. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I think sometimes I heard this, uh, I was doing a business course and Donald Miller says, um, sometimes we choose to be confused. And I just thought that was so good because if you take away every voice in your life, you take away all of the noise at the end of the day, I think deep down, we kind of know what we want but we choose to be confused. And so one thing that I kind of do regularly, like yearly or even quarterly sometimes, is I go back into my journal and I'm like, what do I love? Like, what do I know? What am I sure about? And I like write those things down and I, I bring them to remembrance because I think sometimes in the noise, we forget a lot of things. And I've just been meditating on this thing of remembrance. Like in the Bible, remembrance is always reminding people of who God is and like what he did for them. But remembrance also helps keep us on track and like keep our destiny in the forefront of our like focus, you know? And so, yeah, if there are things that you're like, I know I'm passionate about this. I know the Lord spoke this to me. Like, keep them in the forefront of your focus so that they can kind of be like a guide it's like the whole vision without a vision the people perish and it says to like write a vision on tablets and make it plain as day and so when you get in that time with God it's like what is the vision he's writing for your life and be willing to like do that in the midst of like all the other noise because he's the one that separates us you know at the end of the day like he's the one that decides whether we spend eternity with him and not that he, we're not going to spend eternity with him. Like, anyway, that's a whole nother conversation, but yeah, that's what I was just going <laughs> to add.
1: That's so good. Also, I think <laughs> something that came up in my mind when you guys were talking about that was that if it is from God, he'll make a way for you to do it. So like, I'm thinking about this move, you know, to Colorado. And on one hand, I've had this dream actually for like four or five years before i even moved out to california which is crazy but i completely was just like california's great too so i think it was really hard for me uh but i think now the question is like will he provide a place there you know is he going to provide someone back in california like and i think just having peace about the whole thing it's like coming back to what you said of just like he will make that way and it will be clear And there will be vision there because I think I'm at the point now of like, I know I'm supposed to go there, but it's so hard because I'm so comfortable where I am. And it's hard to be that dependent on God again. As I moved out to California, knew no one, met a bunch of amazing people who I love now. And it's just like, I don't want to go backwards, but yet I know that he's calling calling me there. So crazy, but that just was very encouraging what you said.
2: Oh, that that, and that makes me so glad because I, the thing is, is like whenever God calls us to something he provides, like everything within that promise is there. Like my pastor always says that, like everything, all the provision for the promise is like contained in the promise. And I was just going to say, it might not look like how you think, because sometimes we think like, oh God, you're going to come through. We want it to kind of be orderly and we want it to fit nicely. But um, before I moved out here, it was like, I was living in an apartment with friends and I was driving one day and the Holy Spirit's like, you need to move, sell all your things and pay off your school debt. I was like where am I going to live? Holy spirit. (laughs) I'm like, the only option was my parents and they moved like after I graduated to somewhere else. So they literally don't have a room. Like I was going to make shift a little room in this little music room, not even have a door. And so I was trying to do the Ishmael thing. Right. I'm like, all right, let's make this work. Like I'm going to figure this out. And then randomly a couple was like, I feel like the Lord wants you to live in our basement apartment. And so it was like, boom, door open, door that I could not have saw or found myself, you know? And then um, I didn't really know why he wanted me to pay my debt down until eventually I found out about the internship, but I wanted to pay it down by August. That's what I felt in my spirit to do. And so anyway, I ended up paying my car off like super fast. And then just these crazy things would happen. Like I was doing offering once and this lady just walked in and it was her second time ever being at that church. And the Holy Spirit was like, uh, basically, I want you to sow into her. And so I just, this random stranger, and then like these other things that happened, I was just like handed checks and money without even telling people, you know, what I was doing. And so I'm just, I'm excited for you because It's going to be like one of those seasons where he teaches you like that dependence in another, a new vulnerable way that you've kind of already been in when you went to California. But it's just going to be like a time for him to kind of show off like I think God really likes to show off and be like only I could do this you know but a lot of us don't <laughs> mm-hmm. let to get to see him show off because we try to like take over and be too involved in the process and really the only involvement we need in the process is saying yes Lord okay you know
1: mm. yeah that's really good also what you said just about like letting him show off because I think Previously, when I, I was living in Minnesota before, life was so comfortable, but I was so discontent in so many ways. And then moving out to California, it was just like the littlest things so I wrote in my prayer journal, like I'm praying for one friend, you know, in California. And then, I mean, he, he does what he always does and just provided um, blessings and different people in my life. But I think now it's just kind of that weariness of like that dependency is coming back in and i'm like no i don't want it but he's like no nah, you do like <laughs> here you go so um but yeah i just i appreciate just like you just walking through that and i guess speaking to like he does provide and hearing that is reassuring
0: and having that faith to like walk through that too i mean that's like abraham and sarah you know when they you know wanted the next generation and god promised them the next generation but abraham was so um established in what god was going to do like he just trusted um he was just fully convinced that god will do it like whatever he promises he will do and it might not look like you know what you had said it won't look the way we think it's going to look because we're only humans like god is bigger than that um but i think that's so cool because it is it's biblical like you know, waiting on the Lord and knowing that, I mean, it will, everybody always says it, it'll all be okay. And we just have to be obedient to him. And sometimes that looks different in seasons of our life or distractions we might have, but coming back to that core of, you know, who we are and you're obviously living that out, which is amazing and really cool to um, hear and pour into. And I know our listeners are really going to love it too. And I'm just, you just went off. Like yeah. this is so you're good. Like fire. I was so excited to do this. Oh yeah. my gosh. You and did then so good. To hear everything, I was like, <laughs> yes, I'm like, go, let's go. So yeah, I'm like, geez, you're gonna have to come back and come yeah. back. And I come still back have so many questions. A word. But
1: Taylor, <laughs> mm-hmm. we're gonna have to do coffee. you sad you love coffee. Um and I we'll do. just talk in real life. Um, but mm-hmm. one last question I have is what advice would you give to someone who is scared to get out of their comfort zone and i guess what i'm addressing is moving to a new place where they might not know people or I even like
0: that, you know yeah getting out of a relationship or yeah there could be applicable being okay, to being single anything anything
2: <laughs> yeah um i i think like the biggest piece is having more of a long distance mindset versus short, because I think when we're focused on the present, it's like, oh, I don't wanna do that. Or we we just don't want to. But when you think about the long reward, it's like, oh wait, at the end of this journey, at the end of me saying yes to something where I'm gonna be uncomfortable for a little bit of time is honestly you coming more alive. And that's kind of what I feel like the Lord has brought me to this year is like, you're going to be uncomfortable. You're going to go to a foreign land. You're going to do things that you never thought you were capable of. But that's the thing. You're going to do things you never thought you were capable of. And you would have never discovered that had you not crossed that threshold. And so it's like, I think we have to learn how to um, be long distance runners because a lot of the things about God are like long, you know, even Abraham and Sarah and all the things in the Bible that we see like they waited for a long time and the Lord is looking for people that are willing to be long-suffering they're willing to be steadfast they're willing to be faithful they're willing to be obedient and so I would just say on the end of you kind of Doing the uncomfortable thing is a you that's more alive is a you that's more effective and like pointed in their purpose and is a you that's like more fulfilled just like you going to california and just realizing like all these little things that make me come alive and sometimes the relationships we're in the environments we're in they kind of stifle us and I think we can grow to a degree because we have the Lord and he can grow us, you know, anywhere. Um, But yeah, I would just say like, think long-term, like it'll be okay. Like just, just five seconds of courage is going to like bring you to a moment that's like so much better than the one you're in. And so I think that's the thing is I've learned, like my fears are never gonna be gone. My discomfort's never going to be gone. I'm never going to like not experience those things but learning to do them in the presence of my fears in the presence of my discomfort it's like that's how we really I don't know just come more alive I know I keep saying that word but
1: so good yeah. oh my gosh I'm just like beaming Taylor like I don't know if you've ever thought about being a preacher or a pastor or like just going to women's conferences but dang you'd be our first hire if we ever throw a women's Aww. conference which is a future dream but
2: yeah well dream mm-hmm. dream it big like your dreams yeah that's one thing I'm learning is like our dreams should kind of scare the crap out of us <laughs> so <laughs> yep. um mm. yeah,
1: otherwise what's the point because think... if we could do it ourselves then we don't need God so
2: we don't need God yeah but we definitely
0: so, do
1: we can we only go
2: far. <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> I, need I like at the myself. beginning
0: though you're like oh yeah, I kind of speak as a person without God. I'm like,
2: I love that. I really do. I was just praying the other day. I was like, Lord, man, I need you. Like, I just suck without you, please fill me up. But it's like, I'm glad, I'm glad the Lord made us to like need him all the time. And I've been thinking about this too, even just like how our breath is the Lord's like anything living is the Lord. And so even the breath in our lungs is like him. And so just learning to be dependent on him. We don't like to be, but we literally need to be because he knows the better way of living. And somebody once said that, like Jesus didn't show us how to not be human. He showed us how to like do human better, you know? And so, um, yeah, anyway, but I, I don't know where I was going with that.
1: But so <laughs> just, good. Yeah. Wow. There's so many <laughs> good pieces of wisdom here. I can't wait to go back and listen. Honestly, mm-hmm. I'm just like, so timely God always knows he always knows how to like put that moment of peace when you feel just like out of control which I do so was so good yeah you were the moment of peace Taylor much appreciated
2: well thank you Lord (laughs) he sees you he knows Mm -hmm. you and I'm so glad he does like he knows us so personally and if he didn't I I don't know but yeah Mm -hmm. right well thanks for having that
0: Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. We can keep going. I am just like, <laughs> this is just awesome. And yeah, lots of good wisdom. And yeah, I'm glad that we could finally meet virtually, but hopefully soon in person. Um, yeah. cause yeah, I just love everything that you put out, continue walking in what God has you doing because it's for a reason and for a purpose, even this conversation. Um, cause yeah, I honestly, like I, I've been excited for other podcasts before, but for some reason, I was just like, I am ready. Like, let's go. And I'm not a night person really at all. I'm normally like slowing down at this time. It's time for me to go to bed soon. But um, yeah, this was just exact. And I, now I'm like, okay, even more energized because I can tell there's life just beaming out of you. Like you're just so bright and shining and keep doing what Mm. God is calling you to do because yeah, we need people like you to be a voice. So yeah
2: thank you you. also
1: can (laughs) you share the name of your blog I want to go read your post
2: it's called soul purpose soul purpose and it's on square Squarespace. so you might have Mm -hmm. to but if you go to like my instagram um it might be a little faster to get there because I don't have like a I don't own like a domain name but yeah do you want to
1: share your instagram while we're at it
2: (laughs) sure (laughs) um it's taylor m underscore johnson
1: so, which is surprising
2: understand. because taylor johnson is like so common there were so <laughs> many taylors in my school hannah i don't know if you had taylors i know in another you know taylor one? johnson yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i i was in a gas station once and i met a taylor johnson and they were telling me to tell this person on the volleyball bus like say taylor johnson says hi and i was like i'm taylor johnson and he was like i'm taylor johnson We just went back and forth <laughs> anyway but um yeah it's kind of a miracle i have that simple the username is my whole conclusion to that story yeah. but yeah but anyway cool well, thank you ladies yeah. you're both awesome yeah. Anna, do you want to
0: close this out thank you <laughs> I sure can. <laughs> so, if you like this podcast, <laughs> please leave a review and subscribe. We really want to hear because I know that there's some people locally watching, listening, watch um, and other people you know around the United States and outside the United States. So, please give us a um, review or even like DM us on our Instagram, which is at Razor um, or even our personal account Hannah underscore one and at Anna Modine. And with that.